passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on your road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you are using, or you found us live. Live on youtube.com slash postwrestling. Hello, Postmarks. Hello, YouTube. It's a great day to be on YouTube because for you podcast listeners out there, maybe the next day, the morning after, a few days later, you're listening to this, you're missing out. Last week, I jokingly said that if Dirty Dom Mysterio would win the North American title tonight, that I would wear my Dominic WrestleMania mask <laughs> for this show. And here I am. You wearing it for the whole thing? I don't know if I'm making it, it the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know how they wrestle in these things, it's man. It's very nice. Uh, shout out Big Tom Pure Phantom got me this custom Dominic WrestleMania uh, mask that he wore uh, at that WrestleMania. And well, tonight... We're in celebration because it is a celebration by hook or by crook. Uh, I guess the, the name uh, goes by it. He is dirty because yeah. that damn Dominic Mysterio is the new North American champion. Well, hello, chat room, because Chris Leone puts it right. Tonight, BDE stands for Big Dom Energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And uh, we got we to gotta give our – what do we do? We, we pour one out when we lose someone, but we, lo- we lost Wesley's – Great North American championship reign that has sadly come to an end. Longest reigning North American champion. But things just got a whole lot interesting because we got Dominic Mysterio. So now, uh, like, Judgment Day is starting to be draped in gold. We need, we need Finn to, to oh, finish yeah, the true. prophecy, right? That's right. We got a briefcase on Priest. He could, you know, potentially get gold. So Finn potentially could get it. Finn could win at SummerSlam, yeah? He could. Priest could cash in on him. Yeah. Who knows what could happen. But yeah, Dom shocking the world. Yeah. We're going to talk all about tonight's NXT featuring the Judgment Day. NXT. That's right. Solo Sokoa somewhere is really pissed. 
Didn't he have to lose the North American title? You're on the main roster now. You wasn't can't it be... his, his title match didn't have a contract for it? It was something weird, like, wasn't it? You're, you're main roster. You're main roster now. Why do you need this title? Yeah. Get out of here. Odd. So Dom just being like, yeah, I'll fight for this. Sure. So, yeah, all hail Dirty Dom. We're going to be running down that match in its entirety. I mean, it is always something like uh, you could trade these titles. Like we could have the US title in NXT or something like that. Down right. The line. Okay. Maybe. Just know? the NXT North American title. It's just the North well, American title. Now. <laughs> right. Right. You okay. Know? Yeah. Maybe. Representing Canada. Yeah. Mexico. Yeah. Exactly. Could be all right. Uh, yeah. So a title change on NXT, the biggest NXT, the ratings pop. This is gonna get. I mean, if he's gonna be on uh, Great American Bash, then yeah. Think, think how many more tickets that's gonna shift. <laughs> yeah, down in Texas. Right. Dirty Dom is a draw. He's the yeah. the one true heel in pro wrestling right now. Uh, I'd say so, yeah. So, I definitely, mean, definitely crazy. So, we're, we're proud of, of Dirty Dom. Um, but, yeah, lots of lots of the big the big stuff coming out of NXT today. But we're going to run through the entire show. Uh, some quick plugs to throw out there. We've done a lot of podcasting the last little week. This week was a crazy week of wrestling. We put out a new Poison Rana. Go search that in your podcast or your YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Me and Davey do a whole other show every Sunday. And on Sunday, we chatted a bit about the G1, some of the great matches that have kicked off that weekend, Triple Mania, uh, Collision, that tag match. We chatted about everything going on in the world of wrestling over on that show, as we will be doing this upcoming Sunday as well. Uh, and then over on the free feed, I dropped a detox with Jordan Goodman, where me and him just talked about pure nonsense and Kiwis for some reason. Uh, of course, Shot in the Dark with John Cena, where he covers everything in the world of wrestling, and that's on that feed as well. So lots of podcasts at your disposal over on our Poison Rana feed. So go give us a, a follow, a like, a listen, all that stuff. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's great. It means uh, G1 this year, we have a, a kind of platform to, to talk about it every yeah. Sunday, as well as Collision, Dynamite, all of that. Uh, I feel the G1 is like a, like a gym membership like a subscription. I'm really trying. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much caught up. I've got a couple more matches left to watch uh, tonight before I'm caught up. Right. But it's eventually, you know, like something gets in the way and it just like yeah. I fall behind. But I'm, I'm trying my best this year. I'll I definitely try and watch as much as possible. Yeah, I'll definitely cherry pick like I normally do. But there's there's a lot of matches that I do have interest in. So mm. I will be probably watching a bit more than especially last year. So definitely into that. I don't think I watched any of it last year. I watched some of it. I really but definitely, wasn't interested yeah. at all last year. But yeah. yeah, I'm trying to trying to get into it. And of course, there's the post wrestling G1 contest uh, where uh, where we're com- all competing. It's all very close. It's only been three days so far. Right, Quite right. a few upsets already. So um, yeah, I don't think a lot of people called some of uh, a few of the early. I, matches. Yeah, I think I picked the wrong guy because Naito has been calling out Sonata, being like, "This guy looks like an idiot," and then not, and then Sonata's like, "There's no sex appeal." And but then Naito the lost. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Spoilers. bad start, yeah. bad start for Naito. Uh, so we're ch- we chat about some G one stuff over on Poison Rana as well. Uh, over on our Patreon, you want more podcasts, more bang for your buck, five bucks to become a friend over at our Patreon.com slash Poison Rana. This week we put out a was next a retro NXT review looking at January fifteenth, two thousand fourteen of NXT with Triple H announcing Arrival, the Network, Pack taking on Breeze. That's what he goes by now, right? Just Breeze, Breeze. yes. Uh, Dirty, I think Dirty Dango and Breeze just picked up some titles at some indie show this week. Nice, yeah, good so for them. Maybe we'll see Proud. more of them. Uh, and then some other stuff going on in NXT around that time, which is pretty cool. Going into the first like 
premium live event. Well, they didn't call it that. Not a takeover yeah. quite yet. Yeah. But arrival, yeah. yes. So that's always a fun show. Uh, we did a midsummer review with Chris Leone as an up yours. But this past week, we did an up yours looking at Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, with Fire Frank coming on. And un. Uh, I mean, I don't want to give it away, but you put him on the spot and we pretty much make him put the, the BD title on the line in some turtle trivia. Listen to find out if we he tried retained. to pull a screw job. <laughs> yeah, we, tried we did to pull a judgment day on Frank. The Yonkers it screw just job. didn't didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, and then this week, we'd love some feedback because we're going to record this actually on Thursday. So I know tomorrow, by the time you're listening to this tonight, whatever it may be, is the 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 return, I guess you could say, sort of the the, the second Golden coming. Lovers. Yeah. Reunite. Yeah. yeah. The Golden Elite taking on the BCC in the, the, the Blood and Guts match. So we thought it would be fun to look back at the best of the Golden Elite. Well, I mean, the Golden Lovers. Yeah, so we're looking at a bunch of the, the tag matches uh, Kenny and Ibushi have had together, but also a couple of their singles matches against each other as well. think it's just great timing to do something like this and uh, some excellent wrestling. Obviously... Everyone's going to be talking about the match against the Young Bucks uh, from a few years ago. But there's a lot of hidden gems there that um, maybe you haven't seen. So uh, we have put the list out on our, our Patreon. And pretty much all of these are available online, whether it be New Japan World or uh, Daily Motion or however yeah. you find it. No. These are all available for you to watch. Yeah, I'm super excited about this, being a huge fan of, of both of these guys and kind of looking at kind of a little bit of the history between the two. So we'll also give some thoughts, I'm sure, on Blood and Guts because we're recording it Thursday. So get your feedback in and that will be coming out this week over on the Patreon. So lots of shows, so many per week. It's only five bucks for a month's access we are uh, small content creators now with our own YouTube monetized and everything. We have stu- super chats on our own YouTube now. So we're working our way up, but uh, all goes a little way. So become a friend for only five bucks and check out all the great content that we create. And you can super chat here as well if you, oh, yeah. if you uh, like to. Uh, our our overlords, John and Way, are very nice and we do we do get our super chats. Yeah, so it's part of the contract. Feel free. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to take this mask off yeah, now. Are you? It's really I'm surprised hot. you should have worn your I'm your puppy. Oh, I have it. My girlfriend has it. She always wears it to work and people always tip her more because they're like, that's the original shirt. (laughs) Uh, But then she uh, she got bleach on it. So then I'm a little upset at her. Are you mad? It's like just on the one side. I'm like, yeah, you can make it cool. Bleach is the worst. Yeah. 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 I did that to our own. I I made a bootleg Poison Rana hoodie, which merch is coming. We swear. But then I got bleach on that, too. So just Mm. bleach can ruin everything. Oh, I feel so much better without that mask. How do these guys do this? I was watching Triple Mania the other day. I'm like. Yeah, you know they move around. I know it's crazy. They, they must do sweat. athleticism in those. Masks. They must be dripping. That's yeah. why Rey Mysterio started wearing that like half mask. Oh yeah, remember like open like, skull. When Kane like changes mask, I completely understood. Yeah, I don't like, know how these guys doing do the that. mouth thing. That's that's rough. Uh, I'm still celebrating Dom, but I'll put it back on later, maybe. Yeah, um, Dom forever. But uh, how you doing, friend? I'm all right. I'm I'm uh, a little tired, but like you know that that theme tune hit, and I felt feel energized for this show. But right. Uh, yeah, like work was busy today. We were like, it was a random, just very busy Tuesday. And the city's wild lately. Server down. Right, right so. now, I'm looking out the window. We can see the Sky Dome and there's like cops and all these people. I guess the Jays game just got out. There's so. a lot going on. Go there's, Jays. Uh, yeah, the Jays are back in town. Uh, there's uh, what the indie car. There was an indie thing, thing. over the weekend. Yeah. Beyonce was here the other day. Two nights of Beyonce, uh, the city was Post crazy. Malone's here tomorrow, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's here for two nights as well, so the city's definitely uh, going to be picking up a bit. And it's, so. it's still pretty warm here. It's hot. I like it, though. I'm, I'm enjoying this. And we're planning our, our trip 
to mm-hmm. All In. Uh, we've talked about how we are doing an event over there, All In It. It's sold out, but if uh, you want to make it some way, somehow, we do have uh, some opportunities available with the bar downstairs, but uh, message us for details on that. But that's still like a month away. We have Detroit coming up for SummerSlam, and uh, I think, I know you're going to go to a Tigers game, but I think I'm going to make the jump and go to GCW. You're doing GCW? I think we have a little bit of a crew now going, and uh, I, don't, I just want to see Willow the Wisp. Russell. Yeah, I absolutely do not <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, there, the card does look good because I did enjoy uh, Speedball Yoshihiko from GCW. Mm. I don't think Yoshihiko is going to make it to Detroit. No? But, uh, don't overexpose These are it. Issues, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Got geez. busted. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, find us there. Let us know if you're attending any of those shows. We'll definitely meet up with people for SummerSlam weekend. But uh, yeah. I think it's so. coming soon. It's only a couple of weeks. It's a few away, weeks away, yeah. yeah. Like my birthday's next week, and then the week after that is pretty much SummerSlam. So Absolutely. It's gonna, the summer is is kicking off. We've been barbecuing. We have. Yeah. I'm, I was barbecuing yesterday. Grilling. Lots of ribs this year. I did ribs yesterday, yeah. actually, and some more Portuguese. Skewers. I was mad with the last ribs I made. They weren't good. They didn't hit the way no, you wanted to. I was to. disappointed. The trick is uh, what? Like slow, slow. Put them in the oven slow. I just don't think they were a good, good cut. cut. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, what the the Portuguese place? Uh, yeah, I went back to the. Nice. I, yeah, yeah, I went to this Portuguese place. You showed me it, and I think it's the most legit. Like, it reminds me of like how my you know my family make barbecues mm. and stuff. So I've been going to this place quite a few times now, and uh, I bought these like skewers, you know, chorizo and pork, chicken, whatever, all the different fun stuff, vegetables. It's so good, and uh, little round Portuguese potatoes. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. But then <laughs> there's a there's a dispensary, a weed place next next to this place so I'm like oh sick and it says hey like buy anything today get a free pre-roll so I was like ah I'm gonna go buy myself a pre-roll so I go in and they they have vapes and one of them had the undertaker on it <laughs> so I was like I'm sold I don't know what what's going on with that what is that undertaker vape. and it was an undertaker and of all the flavors that they gave undertaker undertaker got uh apple tarts so it's like oh. so it's like apple pie I'd have thought grape just because the purple, purple. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So someone photoshopped, I tweeted it out, go follow and look, but it's like someone photoshopped Undertaker holding a pie <laughs> for this weed vape. So I'm like, yes, you had me at the Undertaker. So I bought it and then. Undertaker wine and Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, this is not legit. Vape. Someone someone replied to me on Twitter being like, yo, at Undertaker, is this legit? I'm like, yo, thanks a lot, <laughs> narc. Like, <laughs> leave me alone with my Undertaker vape. Uh, they had like Goku ones too. I just like so odd that out of all the wrestling ones, you mm. think maybe like why would there? Be, what does that have to do with? Anyways, so uh, great, great vape, and I got a free roll too. Okay, so. so good for you. Yeah, summer's great. Summer's going great. <laughs> if you see an Undertaker vape out there, just live your life and get it when you're when you're out there, people. Vaping's bad, kids. No, no, it, in your lungs. Uh, it's a it's a weed one. Sorry, it is a weed. Still vape. Yeah. bad for you. Yeah, yeah, don't do it. You'll, or else you'll rest yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. We can start NXT now and talk all about NXT from Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. And we kick off a little recap of what's been going on here with uh, Ilya Dragunov beating Braun Breaker in a hell of a match last week to get the number one contendership against Melo. We're seeing some of the, the battle lines starting to form of... Great American Bash in a few weeks, which also is coming up. Uh, that's on the 30th, which we will be doing a post-show right after it airs on that Sunday. And we kick off NXT with the NXT champion, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Uh, Trick sporting a whoop that trick hat. I'm mm-hmm. sure they, they got to get on that. They got to sell. I don't know if they can get that uh, 
copyright because it was from like that song. So maybe it's possible. But I, I feel this is maybe one he made himself. He just made it yeah, himself. Yeah. yeah, like the old days of NXT. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Trick says I want to introduce the NXT champion who's going to two step over that dragon, and and we get a whoop that Trick chant here. And Mello says. Last week, I was seconds away from beating the hottest team in wrestling, the Judgment Day, when Ilya Dragunov decided to get into my business. And Ilya, I know you wanted to help, but... And, well, Ilya comes out here. He says, look, I just wanted to help you. Uh, I, I, I knew Priest was going to take advantage of you. And I thought for a second that Priest could have cashed in that briefcase on you. And that would have prevented me from facing you. And I want to face you. And Mello says, look, man, I understand what you're saying, but uh, Mello stays Mello. And I, I'm not going to get heated. I'm not going to get angry at you. And Ilya says, I want to do one thing, and that's give everything and make, make you feel something. Make these people feel something. And I'm going to make you feel defeat. Mello says, well, I feel everything, and it's going to be a fight. But when it rains, sorry, I have had a long rain, but when it rains, it pours, and I'm going to be swimming in W's. And then uh, they kind of look at each other and Ilya starts to punch himself in the face <laughs> and says, I'm harder than you. I'm better than you. And tricks face when he does this is hilarious. He's like, He's like what this the dude doing? And, uh, and then Mel ends it with saying, yeah, well, you're, we're going to feel something. You think I'm going to feel pain? Well, I'll have the champagne. And for the other, you'll just have the pain. Yeah. I, I don't think there's a whole lot they really need to do to build this match for me. It's, it's too baby baby faces they've both had incredible runs in wwe so far um and i think everyone is just everyone who's been following these guys the last couple of years are excited for the match so there's not a whole lot of story going into it i thought both sounded good in their promos but um yeah it's it's kind of you know we've got the tag match next week and it's partners will they get along kind of thing um I don't think the story is particularly compelling, but that's okay. Cause yeah. I, I know, and, that, and that's kind of how I felt this, this segment was. It's like, hey, you're a good guy. I'm a good guy. Didn't want Damien Priest to take the title to WWE, to yeah. main roster. So I thought both sounded fine, but there's not really much juice in this, apart from the fact that both of these are, are great and the match is going to be great. Yeah, I like the like good guy telling the other baby face, hey, I respect you and stuff, but mm. the story's been done. I know the match will bang, so I'm just looking forward to that. Yeah. But it's kind of weird that they did it with Priest and then Mello losing and kind of didn't really all need that, but uh, this this was okay. They both are solid promos, but mm. again, you're both not trying to like really out-heal the other one right now at this point. Uh, except Dragonov, maybe, because he's got this like mustache goatee combo going on. He looks like a pirate or something. Yeah, I think I think he needs to get rid of it. Maybe he is turning heel <laughs> after all. Uh we go backstage, we see Wes Lee is with Ali, and Ali questions Wes in his locker room. He says, You're not actually defending that against Dominic tonight. And he goes, Yeah. He goes, Well, why? Why are you doing that? Why do you why you shouldn't do that? Call the match off. You have a match with me. And he says, is it because you think I can't beat him? And he goes, no, that guy's a sleaze bag, and I just want the best at the bash. And he says, well, I'll be there. And he goes, no, 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 the best will be there. You still got to get there. So Ali's saying, what, what the hell, man? I have a match it's, against It's also you. a little like uh, hypocritical, hypocritical as well because um, Ali's been a bit of a sleaze bag recently as well. So, um, yeah, it's... I guess Ali having a fair gripe. He's been wanting to face 
Wes for quite a while now, yeah. and now it looks like it might not be happening. Um, but, I mean, I, I guess we can theorize a bit later on where we think it's going to go. Yeah, yeah, we know where it's going. Uh, earlier today, Tony D is seen getting his stuff back from prison. We see the, cha- the, the chain, the ring, the watch, his suit. And then he goes outside, and we see Stax is outside the prison in his car, and he smiles. We hear the music. It's like a movie here, essentially. Yeah. It's like a whole mob movie, like emotional. I was getting cr- just cracked up here of, of how serious this was, where it's cinema. This is what it is. Stax uh, is there. He gives him his hat, and they say, let's go. And tonight is the homecoming. I love just the, like, you didn't see Tony's face. You just saw, like, the envelope arrive yeah. with, like, his his cross and chain come out and everything he was wearing before as he's about to leave. Uh, yeah, very cinematic here. Yeah. Uh, but I, I thought they built this whole thing. Since May 25th, they said he's been off TV and just in prison. So I wonder uh, if he was living the gimmick, like, not going out. Staying like, in, like Daniel staying Day in. Lewis in the whole thing. Yeah, just staying like, in. Method acting. Yeah. Here, Tony D. Uh, I, I love I loved this because it's so ridiculous. But it, it needed like in Ocean's Eleven when Brad Pitt's always eating when waiting for yeah. Danny Ocean. He should have like, ah, and like throw, you know, <laughs> I just, you can't really, a pizza, I guess. Yeah. But I, I did remind me of that. Uh, great scene. We go to our next match here. Well, I guess our first opening match of tonight's show. Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo taking on Nathan Frazier and Dragon Lee. So uh, this match was set up because the... What are they? What were they called? The Romantics? What are they, who are these two? Los Lotharios. Los Lotharios. How could I get them confused with an 80s band? Uh, those two uh, were... These guys were being sleazeballs and they hit on uh, Leon and... Uh, 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 Valentina. Yeah, so Frazier and Dragon Lee stepped in, which kind of set up this match here. And they're, they this is their first match since coming back to NXT mm. uh, as well. We've watched them years and years and years ago. But they're here back, and this match starts. Uh, they jump Dragon Lee and Nathan Frazier before the bell here, and they start to beat them up and throw them back into the ring. When the match officially starts, it's Frazier and Garza who are going back and forth, and they're very fast, and especially Frazier. He's like, sometimes you're like watching him on... 1.5 speed sometimes. Humberto and Dragon Lee tag both in, and they're doing the same thing. Uh, when Humberto tries to pull at the mask of Dragon Lee, so he gets hit with a Rana, and then uh, kind of sends him to the outside. And then Frazier goes for a tope, but gets caught by both of them, and then they use Frazier as a battering ram into Dragon Lee right in front of uh, Leon and Feroz, and they're kind of taunting them as we go to commercial break. Uh, when we come back, we see Dragon Lee comes back, firing out with a tornado DDT, his high knee. Uh, there's like a, a, t- uh, a press off the top rope where both Lotharios throw him, like they have him pressed and then throw him. So such a like high height from the top of the, ro- the ring to the, the mat there, which was pretty impressive. Uh, there's then a huge moonsault from Humberto for a two count. This is when the crowd were really getting into it, as well as myself. Uh, a huge rope hung stomp from Dragon Lee, and then a super kick from Garza, a flying flatliner, a Liger bomb, the crowd going absolutely nuts, and then it's Fraser off the top rope, taking both of them out, leaving Lee inside the ring when he goes for uh, his like running, what does he do? Like running kick essentially, but Garza comes in there and they. They hit their double team move. What is what is their my spell correct? Change it to the destiny, and I'm like, that's pretty. Oh sure. no, it was Dragon Lee hit Destino. Jo- Sorry, it is Dragon Lee who yeah. hit Destino. That's why I'm like destiny. What's yeah. destiny? Basically, the Destino. It's kind of like what Matt Bourne. No, not Matt Bourne. Naito. 
No, 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 but it's a little different. It's like that guy, uh, Evan Bourne. He used to do it just like this style. But yeah, uh, the Destino and uh, this match is over. But I I thought this was crazy. I thought this was cracking. Yeah, this was, uh, I thought this was really good. Really fast paced. All four guys know exactly what they're doing. Um, It's really nice watching Los Lotharios again. Um, We weren't watching them as a tag team back in the day in NXT, but we were certainly following both of their like singles runs um and especially kind of uh gaza with his his cruiserweight championship run um they haven't been utilized too well in the main roster so having them come back and especially working with these two i thought was great i actually i actually thought it was a bit surprising the finish to this because i kind of saw los lotharios winning this yeah like, could have been by dastardly ways but to set up you know uh, Heritage Cup matches and things like that down the line, and especially bring them in, trying to kind of like rejuvenate them a little bit in NXT. Um, but it seems they're going a, another direction. Yeah, kind of weird. I love uh, both these guys. Garza was the one who took the pin, by the way, and I was like kind of thinking the same thing. You brought them back in to heat them up, but instead you just have them lose right away. But they put on a very impressive mm. match. All four guys here. I was really excited to see Dragon Lee tie up with Garza and, Her- and Humberto, but Frazier mixed in. It was, it was great. So definitely, I think my match of the night on this show. Uh, just yeah. some great back and forth action. So this was the match to check out uh, for sure. But yeah, the Destino, as my mm. spell, the Destiny. That would be a cool name too. Uh, well, speaking of Destiny, one man is about to find his destiny. As Baron Corbin. Well, after the match, there's oh. a there's a breakup between the team. Oh right, yeah, yeah this, that's what I mean. It's yeah, like they're going in a different direction. Oh yeah, uh, this this came in a, a totally left field where it's Humberto who's upset at Garza, I guess, for taking this pin, and Pi faces him and shoves him down like quite a few times. So shoves him and leads through the crowd. So I'm hoping this is a feud we'll get actually in NXT because I can't see them doing anything with these two on the main roster. Um, and, yeah, then maybe put one of them into that uh, Heritage Cup division. Kind of weird you breaking them up right away after a match like that. Yeah, I'm they like, lost. wow. They suck. They went yeah. to the mental and they lost. I guess, yeah. But I, I do like them together, so it's, it's a shame. I'm wondering where we, we go with them. If they'll I just be a hand. I see a higher ceiling with Gaza. I, th- I think we saw that in his ring, in, in his run in yeah. NXT the first time. Humberto's good. I don't think quite has the personality and charisma, but... I think Gaza has a ton of it. So I'd be interested to see more of a singles run from Gaza down the line. Yeah. I, I enjoy Gaza too. And he's, they both, they say they're cousins, but are they actually cousins? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, we go to Baron Corbin going into the woods. Mm-hmm. Baron Corbin going into the woods with tiki torches. Uh-oh. Where is this leading? Uh, he says, what the hell have I gotten myself into? So if you remember last week, he left his great house. His wife, his whiskey, his stuffed animals for reasons. And he got in his car and he drove out to the woods where he saw tiki torches. So he followed them into the woods. And here he's, he's saying, what the hell have I gotten myself into? Life was easy, comfortable, and safe. But it's time to evolve. But evolve to what? You must burn the ships. Burn the ships. <laughs> I need to be feared, respected, and I need to be champion. I will face my future. And he's walking through these woods very cinematic here these torches flaming on and he says you can save your opinions they don't matter to me i'm doing this for me i'm doing this as me as he sees a man in a hood and he takes the hood off revealing 
Baron Corbin. There's now, if one wasn't enough, we've now got two. Two Baron Corbins <laughs> on NXT. Two Baron Corbins now on NXT. Yeah. This was the most hokiest shit ever. Okay, so this guy uh, is pulling, pulling up, what, a Green Goblin here? He's talking to himself. There's two versions of him. So what does this mean for Baron Corbin? He's got to find who the real him is. He's been living a lie the last eight years. The guy in that house with the family and the whiskey? Nah, I need the guy alone in the woods with the tiki torches wearing hoods. It reminded me of Lost. It reminded me like one of the passengers would go off in the jungle on their own and then they'd see the smoke monster of themselves looking back at them and there'd be tiki torches and stuff. Felt very like that. Um, So the lone wolf is back. No, Lone Wolf, he burned okay. the Lone Wolf. So what Did is you it? not listen to his promos the last three weeks? But it's still... He's burnt all the ships. But he's st- like, what has changed from, like... I guess we're going to see the new... We're going to see the real Baron Corbin. The real he's Corbin. He's got to look into himself. He's got to find out who he truly is. Yeah. Because he's not a Lone Wolf. He's not a king. He's not happy. Neither am I when I watch him on God. TV. <laughs> this one did make me laugh, though, because his face, like, oh, the guy, who is this guy? And then, like, taking the hood off. It's like, oh, my God. So, bless him. Uh, I feel like he's calling us out, though. He doesn't like our opinions when we, because we, he, he clearly made sure to say burn the ships now. I don't think he's actually said it. Uh, he said it the other week. He did say yeah, it the other week. Okay, times. nice. Love me or hate me, save your fucking opinions. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, did I, you? Oh. I hope he, he becomes... <gasps> The greatest wrestler after this. Definitely not happening. Did you see the video? Okay, I talked about this weeks ago. This chef guy who does chef reactions yeah. on Twitter, right? Or Instagram, TikTok. This guy does it of Baron Corbin cooking his meat, right? <laughs> Pause. Baron Corbin replied and been like, you don't know shit, like blah, blah, blah. This guy's like, hey, like you, you, you cook better than you wrestle and that's not saying much because he burned his mm. steaks, right? So Baron Corbin posts a video on social media, which I highly recommend people checking out, of himself dressed up as this chef this, yeah. doing like his critique of Baron Corbin. Yeah. The chef has now replied to that video and fucking rips him apart. They must be friends or something working together now because the guy's wearing a replica title. He's like, I'll see you at SummerSlam or something like that. It is so funny. So, so is this the Great American Bash match? This is the SummerSlam the match. The SummerSlam match? All right. <laughs> the, the chef, what is it? The chef review chef guy? <laughs> yeah. Chef, burn the chefs. Uh, but yeah, uh, Baron Corbin to be coming soon. The new Baron Corbin. We go to a video from NXT Anonymous. It's Booker T backstage with Roxanne. They do not notice that someone is standing right near them, filming filming them. And he goes, I want to be straight up with you, dog. I'm assuming he said dog because he usually does it when yeah. he's backstage. Uh, he says, you better watch out, Roxanne. Blair Davenport, she's hard. She's cold. She's bad. And she took you up before. She'll do it again. And he says, I'm just giving you advice that you got to bring the noise. You feel me? And then she's like, thanks, book. And then it cuts to Vic Joseph and Booker T at the commentary desk. Booker T is livid. You're going, what the hell? That wasn't no damn promo. That was just, who filmed this? Like, where's security? What's going on? I like on? someone is finally mad that people have been, yeah. uh, like, there was someone else in NXT who used to take videos of people up without them knowing, did they? And yeah. They don't yeah. really talk about them anymore. Solomon Crow? Oh, no, I mean. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd be pissed. I'm like, what, what excuse me? You yeah. recorded our private conversation? I'm glad they've kind of acknowledged that. And I always like the tie between Booker and Roxanne that he's like, uh, you know, father figure, always giving her advice. Yeah. 
That's not, this, that, that was no damn promo. You got to bring the noise. You feel me? <laughs> you know, he just talks like that yeah. normally in the back, in the back of wrestling venues. Uh, yeah. So the, throughout the next match, Booker plays up that he's like kind of upset that people are like filming him without his consent. As we go to our next match, Gigi Dolan taking on Kiana James. These two are, ha- are in a match. They're in a feud here because Kiana said, hi, you're poor and threw paint on Gigi. So Gigi put paint all over Kiana's office. And here we are. Uh, right away, these two keep trying to roll each other up. Kiana wants no part of Gigi. There's near falls back and forth. Uh, eventually, Gigi seats Kiana in the ropes and hits a running seated dropkick. That looked pretty good. Uh, Kiana then stomps her out and comes back. There's a roundhouse from Gigi for a near fall. Uh, Kiana then like goes to grab her, her bag, her pink purple purse uh and vic is like oh what is she doing and book goes oh it's her phone her phone's ringing she's just trying to answer her phone (laughs) as she tries to the ref tries to take the bag away somehow the bag gets up on the ground and it's the 401k that like flatliner from kiana on the bag the ref completely sees that Gigi's on the bag well Gigi tried to use the bag so i think then it's fair game the bag's on the floor. It is what it is. It's not like really revealed. Was there a brick in this bag or was there a phone in the bag? Well, there's been paint cans. In yeah, I guess. Before. Yeah. Uh, so Kiana pins Gigi in uh, not a great match. Uh, I thought this was pretty bad. Um, I don't think Gigi Dolan's very good at all. And she's she's been like wrestling quite a while now. Like that Mae Young Classic when she first came into WWE, that was five years ago. And... She hasn't improved at all. I thought this match seemed to move in slow motion. Kiana's obviously a lot newer. I think we have seen potential with her, um, and they seem to kind of hotshot her, you know, putting her in the final four of uh, certain matches and things. But she's not improving at the rate of, say, uh, a Tiffany Stratton, or I'd, I'd even say Thea Hale has really stepped up recently. Kiana seems kind of exactly the same as she did a year ago. I thought this was slow. Um, it's like they're I, in slow motion it is and I've I've said this about like that GGJC match we had it's just so slow um, there was zero heat from this crowd and the NXT crowd are normally pretty responsive to everything and it was crickets for this I, I thought this was pretty horrible and the stuff with the bag was just it, right in front of the breath and just <laughs> it was just silly uh, and I mean it's probably continuing this feud seems like it's continuing and it's just not been hitting with me in ring or out of the ring. Yeah, I'd say the same, like, since uh, the whole toxic attraction thing, like, they just really haven't been hitting since. Not really. Like, that feud and anything both of them have been doing since. Mm. So, yeah. We go backstage. This is earlier today. Axiom and Reggie, or was this from last week, where they're talking about uh, how they're not really a tag team, but Lucian Price and who's this other one? Bronco Nima. Bronco Nima show up, and they're like, hey, we're new here. And it's all about respect, and they say respect. Well, we'll show you some. How about we we have our your first match on NXT? And well, they interrupted them. So Axiom was saying, "You're showing us no respect." Yeah, and they said, "Respect has never got us anywhere on the streets." On the streets, so, yes, yeah. So that's what leads to a matchup later tonight of Axiom and Reggie. And Axiom pulls Reggie aside after and says, uh, "What you know what?" Why do you think we're a tag team? We're not a tag team. I'm going to do this match with you, but like, just get it, get it through your, your head. You know, we're not a tag mm-hmm. team. And Reggie's like, all right, okay. Or are we? Mm-hmm. They're not. We see Ivy Nile. This is depressing. You want to pour one out? It's time to pour one out 
for Diamond Mine because we see Ivy Nile, Ivy Nile in the dojo, climbing up a ladder, taking down, tearing down the Diamond Mine flag. Like they lost two weeks ago. <laughs> this is like take your Christmas decorations down in February. She was like, "Hey, maybe they'll get <laughs> maybe they'll come uh, back." Uh, uh, oh. no, no, no. She didn't take the dojo's still there. The guy, the punching guy, is still there. That like dummy that they beat mm. up, that guy is still there. So. And really, they could still train in the dojo together. They just can't appear on NXT, no? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, poor Ivy. The dojo, no more. Mm. Uh, a lot of members of Diamond Mine have uh, been here through it's, the ages. It, there has, yeah. Tyler, Tyler Rust. Rust. <laughs> yeah. That Suzuki guy? No, who was that guy? Oh yeah, Ke- no, yeah. What was Not that? Kenzo Suzuki. No, no. God, I completely forgot about him. Yeah, Wore a tracksuit and just stood around. He was just like, hey, I'm, I'm in this group. Did nothing. <laughs> he didn't I even wrestle. forgot about him. Yeah, he barely wrestled. He's just like, hey, he remember? never wrestled. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was weird. We had Bivens, right? Bivens, yeah. Uh, Roderick Strong. Yeah. Uh, and then the Creeds, I and guess. And now, uh, yeah. I feel like there was another person in this thing. But... Uh, oh, Tatum Paxley. <laughs> Tatum Paxley. She was kind of in it, yeah. She was in it. Damon Kemp was in it. Hideki Suzuki? Hideki Suzuki. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's who it was. Damn. Wow, yeah, Diamond Mine was pretty big. Diamond Mine, man. End of an era. Diamond Mine's meant to be forever. Not anymore. The fl- Once the flag is taken down. Mm. Okay, so the Creeds are in the masks next week, revealing, we're not gone. We talked to Sean. You screwed us. We need a rematch at the Great American Bash. Mm. Is that not what's happening? Well, we've got a segment later where I, I kind of want to bring up my Okay, yeah. okay. Interesting. So yeah, Ivy Nile taking it down. We go to Eddie Thorpe. He's being interviewed, and um, they're talking about his big win at NXT Underground. And he goes, "Yeah, it was a big win. It was a big fight, and uh, you know, I, I I'm ready to to go forward." Uh, he was supposed to be on the Supernova sessions with Noam Dar, but Noam tweeted out like, oh, "I'm still not well. I can't make it. it." But here he shows up, and it's the metaphor, and they have Noam in a wheelchair. He's pretty much incapacitated. It's Linda McMahon in 2001. <laughs> he's just right he's here. just in this like suit and he's just laying there and they're like, "Hey, on behalf of Noam, we got you this." And it's a picture of the the cup. <laughs> and he, Eddie's like, "I don't really like want this." And he's like, "You know, uh, thanks." And they're like, "And uh, and here, an autographed picture of Noam Dar." And he rips it up in front yeah, of them. A bit rude. Yeah, could have sold Poor that. Poor guy suffering. <laughs> yeah, just think of all the people waiting at airports who would have wanted that autograph. Yeah, exactly. So uh, this sets up a match. Ora Mensa steps in and says, you know, I'll fight you. So that's what's happening tonight. Eddie Thorpe versus Ora Mensa later on. So, yeah, in honor of uh, Noam just chilling in this wheelchair. But mm. we'll see him again later. I think he's very funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually really like this group. And I think this, uh, whatever they're doing with Noam Dark, yeah. it is kind of working for me. I think he's I think he's pretty entertaining. It's working for all of them. And he really. has been. Like, like right back in... When the cruiserweights were part of Raw, the whole Alicia Fox thing, like he he is entertaining, yeah. and I think it's making all these other characters so much more interesting. Absolutely, uh, we go to Axiom and Reggie, and they're having their matchup here, and they're taking on the debut of Bronco Nima and Lucian Price. It's going to take me a while to figure out who's who. So they're dressed as. Street thugs? Yeah, well, one of them is. The other's yeah. in wrestling gear. The other one was like, nah. I think Bronco was in the in the tank top and the pants. Okay. And uh, Lucian was in the in the like wrestling trunks. Okay. All right. I think. They're At pretty, least that's what my notes tell me. They're pretty big dudes. Yeah. They're pretty big dudes. 
Uh, This starts off with uh, Reggie in there, and he's doing this, like, crazy backflip counter. That was pretty cool. This looked awesome. Yeah, like, it was both, like, fun watching both Axiom and Scripps, because they're both quick, how they were evading these big, big guys. And those backflips out of these clotheslines look really cool. Uh, Vic Joseph on commentary is mentioning that these guys are big, bad, and nasty in like uh, football backgrounds. One of them was kicked off the Washington some team in, in school and for being rough. And these guys are like you said, throwing Axiom and Reggie around, and their selling is pretty cool, like countering and running around it. Uh, Vic is adamant on discussing like why doesn't you know why doesn't he want to be his partner? And Booker T on commentary is like because because uh, he ain't about it about it and. He laughs and Booker laughs. Uh, and then what happens is Reggie tags in and tags back out. And when Axiom gets in, Reggie from behind attacks his own partner, Axiom, kicks him down, punches him down. The ref is like, get out of here. It was kind of weird. He tagged and then just wouldn't leave the ring. was just stood there. And yeah. was like, what are you doing? And it was like, I'm waiting for my spot. I'm waiting for yeah. the bit. And then goes out and then comes back in to do it. Uh, Axiom's confused. Vic Joseph's livid. The two guys then beat down on Axiom, and then they hit their double-team move, which was just a big boot, really. Uh, yeah, it was, I think, Lucian throwing him into a big boot. Yeah. I think it looked like it was going to be more like a stomp, stomp to the face, I think he and maybe up. they mistimed it yeah. or something. Uh, Axiom sells it like he got stomped. <laughs> yeah. So Lucian Price and Bronco Nima win their debut tag match. Really, just because of Reggie, and then I wasn't sure if Reggie now is this, like supposed to be associated with them. I think so. He leaves with them, and he's kind of smiling in the middle with them of them. side of him. So I, I assume this is the unit now. Scripts, uh, scripts and streets. The scripts and the streets. Uh, Vic Joseph is like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "How could he do this to him? How could he? How could he book?" And Booker T says to Vic Joseph, "Cause." He ain't from the hood, Vic. <laughs> that's why they beat up Axiom. They're like, nah. <laughs> so that's Booker T's uh, explanation. But yeah, I thought Booker T was on one tonight. Quick match. Didn't really get to see a whole lot of no. the new guys. They are they are big. Um, and I guess we've we've lost Sanger and Veer now to main roster. So these are the next big man yeah. tag project, monster tag we've got. Um, I thought I thought for the couple of minutes we did have i thought axiom and scripts were pretty entertaining trying to like dodge everything um but yeah more about the angle here at the end yeah i guess we'll see more of these guys i i wanted to see a bit more i didn't really quite get to sense if they're wrestlers or not really but i guess we'll see because uh, the one guy looked like uh you never seen spring breakers that yes. movie you know the james franco's yeah, character yeah, yeah. alien yeah. The, his real name is the riffraff yeah. yeah it looks that one guy looks like this guy yeah. <laughs> This post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible, conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister and putting away more money for retirement. Because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. 
Shop now at Hero.co. We go to our, there's a lot of just talking in this show. There's the homecoming. Are you ready? Put them up. Your Italian hands, please. It is time for the homecoming of Tony D'Angelo. We have stacks in the ring with a whole bunch of what I presume to be Italians. Yeah. <laughs> the family, the Tony D family. We've got a bunch of old dudes. To, to, the one chick the most here. Italian, I want to see the, uh, the casting sheet. <laughs> Uh, in in Orlando, must look Italian. Need Italian looking people. <laughs> the two the two women. I recognize one of them. I don't know if she's at the at the performance center or if I've seen her like on Women of Wrestling because there's a character there that is pretty much like an Italian mobster. So right. I'm wondering if it was her. But uh, this was funny. So Stax has this whole family here, and he says uh, Tony got locked up, and they thought he was going away forever. They thought Gallus was taking over. Well, they thought wrong. So here is the, the, the boss, Tony D. And out comes the man getting a huge homecoming reaction here as he hugs and kisses all the Italians here. It's like a whole homecoming. He says, I'm back, baby. He's looking sharp. He's got his hat, his nice suit on. He says, shout out Stacks." He goes, I know uh, Hollywood's got to figure it out lately, but uh, when they do, they got their next leading man right here because this guy fooled Gallus. He's a great actor. Uh, Hollywood does need to get it together. You're right, Tony D. Who would have thought mobster Tony D <laughs> supporting <Yeah. laughs> the, the SAG? SAG, 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 SAG whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, he goes, most of you guys and ghouls thought I was going to uh, be in there forever, and you thought Stax was the rat, but that's not true. A wise man once told me things don't always – things aren't always all what they seem. And then he rolls some footage, and it's like a whole like – it shows the clips that we saw on TV, but then it shows like clips that we didn't see where mm. it's stacks planning this thing with Tony. So it's like your reveal at an, at an end of a movie, like your departed or whatever, where it's like, so this is how he did it. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go through the steps. All right. So I lied to him and then I knew he would, he would, you know, snitch on me and tell you. And it's like this whole clips of them. Uh, so after they air this clip, they're all laughing and celebrating, but out come Gallus and they're pretty mad. Mark Coffey with his hair. He's always got his hair just perfectly mm. in front of his face. He's, he says, uh, Yous twos are the lowest form of life I've ever met in my life. You're scum. Subhuman scum. He says, uh, you, you're going to wish you were still locked up, Tony D, after I'm through with you. And Tony D says, yeah, well, why don't you go home and get your shine box? Shine up those titles real nice because we're going to take them at the Great American Bash. And uh, Mark Coffey gets a little serious and says, we are dead serious. I, we're going to go toe to toe with you in the ring. We'll put those titles on the line. And they go into the ring and the three of them are standing against Tony D and Stax and this whole family. And they pull out like a shillelagh, a bat. What is this? Yeah. Like a, like a little club, a baton. And when, when Joe Coffey does this, all of these people behind Tony D and Stax pull out crowbars out of nowhere. <laughs> I've seen Cino and Frank do this all the time. Yeah, yeah it's an Italian thing. Yeah. yeah, They pull out these crowbars and then uh, Gallus get a little shocked and scared. I started laughing. This was pretty funny. And they're like, oh, yeah? And then they go, no, 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 let's make it fair. So the family like back off. And then when Gallus tried to attack Tony... Uh, they put Mark Coffey through a table that had some nice-looking sandwiches on it. Yeah, uh, I think Vic called, like, not through the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they then hold up the titles, and they are going to have their shot at the titles at the Great American Bash. But what a homecoming. Yeah, I think looking back on this 
uh, whole like prison angle, it kind of shows that they've kind of been making it up as they go along <laughs> and haven't had much of a plan because it's it's if the idea is as soon as he went to prison, Stax was meant to get Gallus to believe that he was the one to get him in prison and is is going to work with them. Yeah. Why were they running videos of Stax looking at, you know, uh, charts of who the potential suspects could be and all that? Like, it wasn't until, like, two weeks ago where they did this uh, right. he's the rat kind of angle. Right, right. So I didn't think it was really, looking back, well thought out and well planned out. Didn't really make a whole lot of sense, to be honest. What I will say from it, I think Stax has really stepped up as, like, a... Actor. As an actor, and, like, like I'm not saying it's... Emmy Award win- winning or anything, but he seems to have gained confidence during this story. And uh, I think his wrestling has impressed at times as well. So I think this story with Tony being away for a little bit and letting Stax step up um, from a developmental point of view has helped Stax. And um, I could totally see these two taking the tag titles. They should. They should. I, I, I've actually really liked Gallus since they've come here, but I do think it's time to maybe give these two like a bit of the rub there mm. and, let them have these titles and get their glory and their shine box. That line got me too. I've been waiting for that. Get, go get your shine, get your fucking shine box. <laughs> it's all, it's just all good fellas jokes. Yeah. This is this character. Like when it first happened, we were like, okay, let's give it a shot. We lost interest real quick. We, it took a while to get back, but it's so silly and so ridiculous. And like, call me crazy. But with this character, both of these characters, would they not work on the main roster? Like way more. Like, there's got to be a lot of an Italian base watching I, I Raw and like now. watching, you know, having... No AJ Galante to be seen. He's still... Oh, he wasn't in the... Fa- yeah, he's he dead. dead. Is he, like, kayfabe dead? Yeah, the LWO, uh, Santos kidnapped him and then murdered and we him. we assume murdered him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think if it were to go up to the main roster, I, it could do with a couple more members. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe a, a female added to the family, that kind of thing. Where's Nunzio? Where's Big... What was that? Remember the FBI? Like that, that it worked when you had a big guy too. Tony Mama Luke and Yeah, yeah. You need like a big Italian and they don't have any right now, so no. they need to work on that. So NXT uh, Italy. Nima, work on your Italian <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Which one Lose are you the grill? <laughs> like... Which one of you can be Italian? <laughs> <laughs> that'd, that'd be great. Yeah. Baba uh, Tunde just becomes Baba Tunde. <laughs> yeah. I'm Italian. <laughs> I'm Italian now. It's fine. Or or you or you get the Irishman, right? Like the Irishman who joins in, like the movie, right? Okay. Like the Irishman who, who pretty much is Italian. Uh, I mean, Jordan Devlin's not done a whole lot since he's gone. Yeah, I don't know if he's, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that match is added to Great American Bash, we can presume. Mm. And uh, I'm excited for that. So the family could be bringing home gold. Do you see any sort of gimmick added to that at all? I kind of want it to. Uh, club and a crowbar on a pole tag like match. A no DQ, like... Yeah, pub. I don't know. Pub mafia pub fight. Yeah, Irish versus Italian. This is the biggest Italy. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> this is the biggest Scottish versus Italian war since like ever. So great American bash. Can't wait. Uh, I I I did laugh at this segment a lot. We go to our next backstage segment is Carmelo backstage walking into the schism. Joe Gacy and his lads wearing masks. Trick Williams says, yeah, I'd wear a mask too if I was drinking what all these people be drinking. Mentioning some Kool-Aid with this cult. Uh, Ilya then walks in again and kind of interrupts and Melo's kind of even more pissed. Like, oh, 
Why do you keep interrupting me and getting into my business? I told you already. And Gacy says, oh, look, it's Dragunov. He's the next NXT champion, which pisses Melo off. Like, look what you're trying to stir here and you're trying to mess around. It ends up being a huge brawl, and it is announced that next week we are getting a six-man tag match. So, what, Melo? So, Melo Trick and Ilya Dragunov against uh, Schism. Right. So, yeah, it's going to be one of those, can these two coexist, these three coexist kind of match. Yes. Um, But, uh, maybe I'm just looking into it. There was a really tall guy behind Gacy who, behind the mask, you just saw his eyes, like, darting side to side the whole time. Right. And when the beatdown was happening and the, like, followers were joining in... He didn't help. There was one who wasn't helping. Yeah, So I kind of... It looked like Julius. It has to be that reveal next week. I think so. Yeah. Just slowly, like, takes the mask off. It's the Creed. Oh, my God. (laughs) Exactly. Wow. Can't wait. Uh, That match does sound pretty good. And I know it's the coexist thing, but what are you going to do? It's TV. We go to Thea Hale and Duke Hudson coming out to the ring. Thea Hale has a match here, and she's taking on Electra Lopez with Lola Vice. There's a little insert video where Lopez says, uh, you know, she's going to beat Thea Hale here and show that this little kid isn't right for this division. These are women in this division. Uh, Lola Vice didn't really do too much here. She's just kind of uh, Lopez's. Valet. Uh, Lopez is aggressive right away with these knee strikes and then like a head smack to the mat. Uh, goes for a move in the corner, but Thea counters and then uh, hits a senton and then Lola gets up and distracts, which allows uh, Electra to hit this huge lariat on Thea. And then when Electra goes for this like choke bomb, sit that sit out spine buster bomb, Thea counters it into the Kimura lock, mm. dropping her to the mat, and Electra Lopez taps out reluctantly. As the crowd chant, you tapped out. Someone's even got a sign, you tapped out, because the whole, how she tipped out, t- tapped out sta- uh, t- Tiffany. So right here, she beats Electra Lopez like absolutely nothing. I think she's really improved. Um, Thea? In ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, this whole, her learning the submission thing's been really fun, but I've, I've seen more, like, she's threading things together a lot nicer. Um, so, yeah, I, it was a quick match, but she is impressing me, and I think worthy of this this match with uh, with Tiffany. Yeah, yeah, definitely. After the match, Duke and Thea have the microphone. Duke says, can I get a hail? Yeah, <laughs> which is great. Uh, Thea says, I feel unstoppable. I tapped her out just like I tapped out Tiffany. And Duke says, do I hear rematch, rematch? So the crowd starts to chant and Thea says, hey, Blondie, get out here so I can kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> She's got some pep in her stuff. She goes to call her a bitch. Is yeah. She's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Tiffany Stratton comes out and she's she says, excuse me, you don't get to call the shots here. You don't get to call it the champ. I'm the champ and I do what I want. I don't listen to you as the crowd chant. You tapped out. You could barely hear her. She finally says, you want a match? You want a rematch? Well, I accept because that's like the easiest title defense ever. I already beat you. Duh. Thea says, yeah, well, get in this ring. So they're kind of face-to-face here. And Thea says, well, why don't we make it a submission match? Tiffany kind of freaks out and says, no, that's not happening. I already told you. I don't listen to you. So Thea puts Tiffany in the Kimura anyways, has her tapping out again. And Tiffany says, fine, all right, I'll make it a submission match. So it is official. NXT Championship on the line. Tiffany defending against Thea. Submission match. 
all these Chase U segments have really worked for me. And I think whether it's to build up a, you know, an Andre Chase match, a Duke Hudson match or a Thea match, it, the kind of whole like college cheerleading, yeah. like rally thing, it kind of does get work and gets me behind them. And I think, uh, I saw Tiffany's, uh, tweet after, which is like prettiest submission ever loading. <laughs> so I think we're going to see in the couple oh. of weeks before the great American bash, her probably trying out a new submission. Well, there's only one more week. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, and, um, but also it's a great way for her to debut a, a new move as well, because I don't see Tiffany losing this title. Um, but I do think this has been a fun kind of transition feud and, uh, she'll get a new move out of it probably. What's the prettiest submission ever look like? Is it like the Muda lock? It's figure eight kind of thing. Better not be the money clip. <laughs> She's her. done the money clip before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I see. It, yeah, I could see like a mood lock. What is, what is the prettiest stuff? Yeah, yeah, the arch, right? It's pretty nice. Exactly. Yeah. I like it. Cattle mutilation. Mm. <laughs> That'll be what she uses. Pretty mutilation. Yeah, exactly. We go to what was to be the moment we were all waiting for. We all wondered, would these two characters ever cross paths in the WWE NXT universe? And the answer is yes. <laughs> Here tonight, as Dirty Dom and Rhea Ripley are hanging out backstage, Dom is getting ready for his match. Tony D'Angelo and the Tony D family walk by, and he goes, "Hey, Dirty Dom, nice to see you here. Uh, just got out of the clink, and, and uh, Benny the Bumper says hi from the yard." And Dom says, "Ah, Benny, what a guy." And Tony wishes him luck in his match here tonight. Uh, then Lyra Valkyria comes in for some reason. Dom just had like the most full 24 hours in of his, his life, yeah. really, in that prison. Seemed to have a great time. Yeah, Benny from the yard. Benny the bumper. Benny the bumper. Uh, Lyra Valkyria comes in to talk to Rhea. And Rhea's like, hey, you got to show... Uh, sorry, who's she feuding with again? Uh, uh, JC. JC Jane. Yeah, you got to show JC Jane some... Like yeah, Rhea's mad at her because the other week she was like, "Hey, Lyra's a badass," and then she let she let JC beat her up and rip her wings. And then Dom's like, "Yeah," so I was like, "This is kind of weird." Yeah, it's kind of I guess they're they're kind of connecting Rhea and Lyra's history from NXT UK, and Rhea's kind of trying to motivate her to be a bit more of a a killer. Um, whether I mean, do you see Lyra potentially? Joining Judgment Day? She looked different here. She wasn't wearing any bird yeah, shit. JC destroyed it. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, that's probably for the best then. So uh, I think they're, they're trying to have Rhea kind of motivate. So we'll, we'll see maybe Lyra with a bit more of an edge. That match would be forward. good. Rhea and Lyra. Don't Rhea care about JC at all, but I like Lyra. Mm. So, yeah. But yeah, uh, Tony D and Dom in the segment here. Dom looked like he was like, oh, yeah. He didn't say thanks, nothing. He's just like, oh. He looked like he was looking at a producer who's like, oh, I got to look over here now. Because okay. <laughs> I watched it twice because it was just what a great interaction. Benny the Bumper. Who, who is Benny the Bumper? We go to a video of Gable Steveson and he's talking about he's still talking about decisions. Dude, you you just make up your mind. Imagine asking this guy where he wants to eat tonight. Holy shit. It's like, dude, I thought you were meant to be on Raw yeah. two years ago. Like three, <laughs> like what the hell, man? He says, I could go back to school, I could go to Paris for the Olympics, or I could stay here at NXT. Wow, uh I don't know. Which one sounds good of those three? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> like it's not 
It's a bit of an anti-climax if he comes out next week and goes, guys, I'm going back to school. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Maybe he is going back to school. Chase you, chase you. you. Uh, Yeah, so I assume, like, as of next week, uh, Gable Stevenson's going to be a more featured character in it. Yeah, so he says he's making his decision next week, and I guess he's now, what, signed with... Designed to be wrestling. I assumed he wasn't going to be doing that. So mm. we kind of weird. But yeah, next week he comes out. Guys, I made my decision. I'm going to the Olympics. See you later. Goodbye. Unless it's just, you know, tune into NXT every week. See Gable Stevenson's progress training at the Olympics. I don't know. I don't know. Kind of weird. weird. We go to our next match. Eddie Thorpe taking on Oro Mensa. We see the metaphor. They bring out. <laughs> they wheel out Noam Dar ringside here. Uh, Booker says he's worried about Noam. He's like, oh, man, I'm worried about him. And Vic says, why? He goes, well, that boy, not well. Because <laughs> he's, like, non-responsive. He's just yeah. sitting in this wheelchair. Uh, uh, Mensa starts off this match. He chops Thorpe, who does not sell it, and then really chops Mensa here, uh, kind of putting the boots and sh- slowing down Mensa. Eventually, Mensa hits an exploder, and then this, like, counter to a kick with a kick of his own for a near fall. Thorpe comes back with a huge German suplex uh, for a one-two. And then uh, at some point in this match, Lash Legend rolls, sorry, grabs Noam Dar, rolls him into the ring. And again, he's playing like he's like dead. Docile, like, yeah. He's not, he's, she's literally rolling him in while Jakara Jackson's distracting the referee. While all this is happening, Donovan Dijak, or sorry, he's just Dijak now, right? Dijak, glasses and all, kicks Thorpe with a big boot outside. The ref didn't see it. The ref counts one, two, all the way to nine, but Thorpe gets back in the ring, only to be welcomed by a spin heel kick in the corner, and Mensa gets a victory on NXT against Thorpe. Did you see what fell out of Noam Dar's pockets as he was being rolled into the ring? Was it money? It was loose cash (laughs) and... Uh, Noam Dar wrestling figure. Yeah, he had it, he had it in his <laughs> yeah. pocket as well earlier. He had his own figure in his pocket. Uh, so yeah, the metaphor then celebrate and Noam again is just mm. like weekend at Bernie's here uh, because they cheated their way to a victory for Mensa. Yeah, I'm enjoying metaphor and um, I think they've, they've done a pretty good job since that uh, NXT Underground match a couple of weeks ago of kind of, you know, like building up how good that match was. They they kind of had the... They showed the highlights from it last week with yeah. the, you know, the jobbers going, oh, sick. <laughs> and then this week, Mackenzie interviewing her, it's like, hey, it's your first match since that huge win. So I think they've built it up as a pretty big thing. Um, and I'm... Yeah, I'm down for a Dijak feud for Thorpe. Um, this match, like, it was a lot of shenanigans going on. So, like, the wrestling wasn't really there, but that's okay. Uh, but Thorpe v. Dijak, I, I want to see Thorpe capitalized because he did nothing for me for a long time but i did like that underground match and i think dijak can get something good out of him as well yeah i mean should it go to a fight pit or underground match between those two i mean that should be the ma- a bash match i guess thorpe and dijak i don't know yeah maybe, maybe or a big tv match or something yeah i don't think you go to underground this quickly after the last one yeah. but uh i can see it being a you know dijak just had that great match with Ilya as well so i can see it being a pretty heavy-handed match I I just love the metaphor right now. Noam Dar is loving it. He came in and his wrestling was imp- impressing me. I was mm. like, "Whoa, this guy's 
awesome. And then now he's not even wrestling and he's still like Steen Ceiling for me. Yeah. He's still so funny. And you, you said he reminded me of you, you reminded him of Linda McMahon, yeah. obviously, because he's just in the wheelchair and wrestling. It's really like it's just so funny. I'm sitting there. It's, so is it is it going to be like Mensa starts being nasty to him and then he gets finally him, gets oh, him in God. The <laughs> You're out of the four. <laughs> Gets up, kicks him in the nuts. Yeah. Great, great stuff. Never forget Linda McMahon. Uh, I'll never forget this next segment. Dana Brooke and Kalani Jordan. Uh, they're talking about how uh, Dana's kind of taken Kalani under her wing here. And she says, don't, don't be down about Cora Jade. She's nasty. She's mean. People can be mean here. Let's do what we do best. What only we can do. We're in the gym. Let's work out and do some gymnastics. <laughs> So, hey, both of our wrestling hasn't been great recently. We keep losing. So, do you want to do cartwheels? Yeah. Let's do cartwheels. We're good at that. Uh, so, this was the best segment I've ever seen. So, these two do cartwheels and gymnastics in the gym. And then Kalani says, thanks, Dana. You really, you know, raised my spirits up. And Dana says, don't worry. You'll, you'll get that, that win back. Something like that. Then it cuts to Cora Jade in the locker room watching this, like, gymnastics. She seemed a little jealous. She smacks the locker with a yeah. stick. Not even the TV. She's mad. It's <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah. The the Cora Dana feud hasn't been great, and they announce a match for next week, right? To to stick on a pole match. <laughs> Wait, who versus who? Dana versus Cora. Oh, in a pole on a pole match with a stick on a pole. So what is that thing? It's a kendo stick, it's right? A kendo stick, but it's painted black. Nice. Which you know means it hurts more. <laughs> That match next week? Yeah. Oh, man. That sounds so, awful. So, to make it work, Dana <laughs> has to do some gymnastics to get that. The do- yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, to actually ha- make, have this segment make sense. She's going to do the backflip, like Vikingo lands on the top turnbuckle, grabs it. Smacks her over the head and one time. Kind of hyped. Yeah. I'm sure it will be a match on next week's show. <laughs> it will be a match it on will next, be a match week's, for next show. week's show. And I'm, for one, really excited about yeah. it. So, a pole and a pole match and... Gymnastics and love it. Why not? We go to Roxanne and Blair Davenport. They have a sit down. Lots of talking on mm. the show. They have a sit down interview, but they're not in the same room or the ring together. No, because they're they hate each other. They're doing it via satellite or I don't know something like that. And uh, we see Roxanne mention the NXT Anonymous and the video. And says, like, well, I don't know who this is. And Blair inter- interrupts right away. Just so you know, like, it's not me. I'm not NXT Anonymous. And Roxanne goes, okay. <laughs> this has been, like, the first week. Because NXT Anonymous has been going on for a while. This is the first week, really, where they've kind of raised the question. Hey, who is this? Yeah. What's Both going on from Book this? and Blair kind of saying, hey, that, that ain't me. Yeah. Blair says, hey, Roxanne, I thought Booker T liked you. It seems like... Uh... He had some choice words for you. He knows. Even he knows. I left you lifeless, and I'll do it again, this time in front of your family in Texas at the Great American Bash, meaning this match is official. Roxanne says, yeah, well, I might not be six feet tall or the strongest, but I'll never stop fighting. And that day I lost that title, there's a rage building inside of me. And Blair, you've only added to it. Blair says, well, yeah, you don't have that killer instinct. And Roxanne tries to, like, interrupt her, and she keeps interrupting her. And she says, after I beat you in Texas, you can take that bus on home to wherever you're from in Texas. So Laredo, I think. Yeah. She's like, Laredo ain't far from Austin. So then you can just go home, you stupid girl. And then Roxanne like disconnects her mic and walks off. We assume she's going to show up and beat her up, but that does not happen. Yeah, I, I thought it made 
Roxanne actually look a little weak here because um, it just it it's left on Blair with her going, oh yeah, run away, you stupid little girl, and it was just asking for you know beat Roxanne up. to then come yeah. in the shot and beat her up. Um, I, I'm okay with this match happening again. I think both are, are good in ring, and uh, I do want to see more of that edge from Roxanne that we have seen a bit of uh, since, like the the Cora feud. Absolutely. Um, so, and this is going to be at Great American Bash as well. So, hopefully, get some time. I think they could put on a really good match, actually. Yeah, I mean that that's already a lot of uh, matches added to it. I guess we can run down afterwards, but mm. that that. They were good the first time, and I think they do deserve... It's good when there's storylines that aren't just a title when it's women's division, because so many times sure, they're yeah. really bad. So this actually makes sense. I beat you. You're the you're the NXT you know golden and child. It, it's kind of made sense of uh, her loss as well. It's like, hey, you lost, and you're still just this little kid, and everyone else has passed you by now, and now this is a grown-up division, and you need to grow up. So uh, I I could totally see this be Roxanne's... A, like last feud in NXT as well. Yeah, I agree. She'll definitely be moving up. So next week's the Kendo Stick match, a six man tag match, and Gable Stevenson decides decides decide. Mm-hmm. It's main event time. The North American Championship on the line. The champ Wesley on a hell of a run going up against Dirty Dominic Mysterio with Rhea Ripley in his corner here. Uh, lots of booze mm-hmm. for Dominic here. And uh, this starts off. Uh, sorry, I love Dom's look. I love the. Oh yeah, I love the tassels. He's trimmed down quite a bit as well. I think he's lost the hood. The hair looks great. Yeah, I mean, let's he's, got, he's Eddie. He's but, got yeah. He's Art Bar Eddie Guerrero. He's got the hair that mullet. He's got the the tassels, but black like with the tassels. And then the front of his pants are the Mysterio wings, which is sick. And then his boots were like cow print or something something nuts and then he's got mommy but in the latino heat font yeah yeah it's it's awesome he looks great it's 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 a look that i really do love and i love this guy get it i so good and then on top of that the ridiculousness of dom booker t on commentary says that dominic is like lebron james you see Dominic, he didn't need to go to college, university. He went from high school right to the major leagues, yeah. just like Dominic. And Dominic now, it's like one night visiting a college team to have to face off. <laughs> I was like, did you just compare Dom to LeBron? I love it. Oh, my God. Booker was on one. And then Vic questions him, just like we all kind of questioned earlier. He goes, how, how long was Dom in jail for? Like, not even a whole day? How did he know Benny the the bumper from the yard. He wasn't even in the yard. Some people just make a big impression. <laughs> Imagine you're in you're in jail for two hours and you make an impression over everyone. Also, I think I'd prefer to see Space Jam with Dom than LeBron. That would be pretty good. Space yeah. Jam 3 with... Dom and Bugs Bunny? Le, Le Dom. <laughs> Le Dom James. Le Dom James. <laughs> uh, so this match starts off. Wes has control here. He's headlocking and giving Dominic some uh, cauliflower ear here and keeps getting the best of him. When we go to break, when we come back, it's Dom who gains control and starts doing the three amigos to some booze here. He's really the only one who's allowed to do this move. He's Eddie's kid. Mm. Everyone else, yeah. stop doing this move. Uh, Book says that this guy's been through a lot, being through jail, but he, he was in jail and in prison. Everyone treated with him respect. He was, he was treated like Tupac. Dom hits a Michinoku driver for a near fall. Did you hear about the Tupac thing? No, what Tupac thing? Um, there's like 
the case is like reopened or something. They but found shot him. Yeah, there, there's like new new evidence has just come up. What's the Los new Angeles. evidence? I don't know DNA or something. Is I it, saw it on CP2 is it, today. Is it Puff? Is it Shook? Who did it? I don't know, man. Who shot Tupac? Was it Dom? <laughs> uh, was he even born yet? No, I don't think so. Yeah, Las Vegas police serve search warrant in Tupac Shakur's murder investigation. Holy shit. Yeah. I have to look this up after. Yeah. Who shot you? Uh, so, Michidoku driver from Dom for a near fall. Dom goes up top. One guy is really upset at Dom. He is on his feet, screaming, and the camera shows him for a second. And Dom is like, keeps looking over and just goes, Shut up! <laughs> and climbs up to the top. I think that's the thing as well in the in the CWC because there's it. We saw it with Ron Breaker. You know, it was only like five people booing him, yeah. but it sounds like everyone hates him. So you hear these. There's always that one woman who just screams. Yeah, and it's yeah, like a oh, goat. Yeah. And and yeah, this one guy just trolling Dom, and Dom's like, Yo, shoot, leave me alone. So he misses the frog splash eventually, uh, or does he hit it? I can't even remember here. I, I wrote frog splash, but eventually Dom picks up Wesley, goes for some sort of back suplex, just dumps him on his head. I yeah. think this was an accident here. Yeah. I think this may have rocked Wes. Uh, I don't think Dom was going for his all Japan pro wrestling backdrop driver. No, I think he just slipped up here, or Wes slipped. I'm not quite sure, but this was kind of just released. Early, yeah, it seemed like, yeah, kind of scary was, here. Uh, it was lucky. Uh, Wes does Not come as back, brutal as that Hanare, no, fucking no, no, from the G1, that was yeah, disgusting. Wes comes back, he hits a double stomp to the back, a jumping tornado DDT for a near fall. Uh, Dom says, I'm over this, grabs the North American title and tries to leave, but classic heel heat. But he's welcomed by a tope from Wes. Then, when he's going back in the ring. Finn Balor is there and distracts the referee, allowing Damian Priest to show up, both members of the Judgment Day. He shows up and takes, what, Rhea's title? He tries to use the briefcase, but Wes blocks it. And then Rhea uses her women's championship Mm. to nail Wesley right in the head. When the ref turns around, Dom gets on top of Lee. One, two, three. And new North American champion. Dominic Mysterio yeah. to a sea of booze. They cut to this guy in the front row, just shocked. He it's puts like his the undertaker shocked <laughs> yeah. faces. He puts his head, his head in his hands. He's like crying. People are losing their minds. Oh my god! If there were, if they were allowed to serve beer at this place, there would be beer everywhere, cups everywhere, mm. cans everywhere. But yeah, the world is big mad because Big Dirty Dom is the new NXT North American champion as NXT goes off the air. Um, I think Rhea actually clocked Wes with this title because he was bleeding. Poor Wes, man. Getting dumped on his head and then... Yeah. Um, Look, I think Dom is such a fantastic character. I'm I'm loving all the Judgment Day stuff at the moment. I think they are one of the the hottest acts going right now. So having them to uh, come to NXT brings a lot of attention. The problem is when it comes to the actual wrestling. Dom ain't great. No. He hasn't really improved a great deal. No. Um, the character stuff absolutely is there. But when we've seen such a um, an awesome title run with Wes, putting on multiple uh, like excellent matches, whether it be a, like the Dijak match, the, uh, you know, like, what did we have? Tyler Bate match. We've had, uh, we've had a bunch of like great, great matches, matches in this run yeah. for like quite a while. It's a shame when the last match of this run is kind of bad. Like it's yeah. just, it's a lot slower than you're used to from a Wesley match. And, but I'm all for putting the title on Dom. 
Why not? Yeah. Like, no- and it, at the end of the day, this brings more attention to NXT as well. Numbers have been pretty good for NXT recently, and I think will continue to improve. And I think people generally are invested in this Judgment Day story. I think it it like adds more to the group. Now you've got, um, you know, Finn going for the the title. Priest has the briefcase. There's tension between them. Like, is Priest gonna like ruin that for Finn? But now Dom has another title that <laughs> Damien Priest uh, might want as right. well. So you know, I think I think it's fun. I think it's entertaining. Um, and the question is, where do we go for Great American Bash? Are we having a three-way? Yeah, I imagine it's a triple threat. Are we just are we just doing uh, the singles as it was? Uh, more of a number one contenders match to face Dom on Raw or SummerSlam or something. Right. Um, I don't know. Or, or yeah, just do the triple threat. No, I do agree with you. I love the whole aura that has been created. When Dominic came in with Ray, he was booed and you know ridiculed, and they did such a good job of turning that negative into a positive. Like that is merch sales mm. prove that. Like people know this guy because of this. Like, this, what's the deal with this bad guy? He gets booed all the time. You can't even listen to him talk. Is he a wrestler? Yeah, kind of. Who what is he? Ray Mysterio's kid. Oh, what? That's kind of wild. And it's not like this is the world title. No, as well. No. This is the North American title. NXT. They've done a good job with, but yeah. it's not like David Arquette winning the WCW title no, no. and being like, "You fucking ruined everything." Yeah. This. I I love that he gets so much heat. I love the way he looks. I love the way he's like leaning into it and his social media yeah. presence. All of them, Rhea, Dom, Judgment Day is such an overact in wrestling right now. It's working. I agree that maybe Dom's wrestling just has not improved. I loved his match with Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania. Mm. Easily his best match, but. Really, he didn't do too much in that match except get his ass kicked. So yeah. it's like, I do think like the wrestling could improve. You're Rey Mysterio's kid. It's a lot to like live up to, but he's totally gone in the other direction of like, who would have thought you would have become such a I, hated character? I find with him, you see him, you, you kind of mentioned it earlier in the backstage thing where it was like, he was probably distracted <laughs> by some production runner or whatever. I see him thinking yeah. all the time. And even with like when Judgment Day do their entrance. And all of them are like stood there still silhouetted. He's always there fidgeting. He's always like just doesn't look like he's, you know, okay, what's coming next? All right, I'm doing this bit next. I'm doing this bit next. And that kind of has to go. Right. And, and he's been there a few years now. Um, but I am enjoying the character. I've got no problem with Dom winning this thing. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, it's, it's, it must be one of those things like, when, remember when the women's tag just all of a sudden changed hands. It's like, we're doing this just because. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is one of those things. Like, now nah, let's just do that now. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> yeah. he can lose the title at the Great American Bash in a triple threat. I am bummed if we're not getting that one-on-one from Ali and Wes. Like, that's that's a pay-per-view worthy match. So I am kind of like, hey. I mean, does that, that could always be added on Tuesday. You know, like a number one contenders or. <laughs> so Ali versus Dom. Sorry? Well, no, I mean, it would be Dom interferes and it would cause the triple threat or whatever, you know, Some, but you yeah. could get the the match, but... But yeah, Dom is Dom is our new champ and everyone's big mad. Magan in the chat is really upset. Uh, people were uh, chanting, like, you you need to go here. Where were they chanting? You need to come uh, back here? No, it, it was the, the Cody thing, wasn't it? Um, you're not ready. You're not ready, yeah. Well, he's in NXT, so it's like, hey, maybe you should stick around. <laughs> go to the PC a little bit. That was the plan, apparently. That came out recently that Dom was meant to go. He should now. He should now. It's just such an over-character. It's too far. Oh, you can't now. You can't now. It's It's like, yo, like... But I think after that, like, 
the sort of debut with Ray, yeah. I think it would have been nice, like, Ray sending him off to college. Yeah, we joked about it yeah, for a while, absolutely. but now it's like the character, why? You money, can't now. Money, can't. And he's just got to learn on the job. And as long as he's, like, you know, still, you know, training and listening and yeah. stuff, like, he could get better. But, I mean, the, the, the acting definitely has. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, the character is great. It's hilarious. So, so yeah. Great stuff. Well, that was NXT. Newsworthy episode. Big newsworthy yeah. episode. A lot going on. We got the Great American Bash to look forward to in over a week. We got one more episode of NXT. We'll be back next Tuesday covering that. And then, of course, the Great American Bash. So far, it's Carmelo versus Dragunov, Dom. And wait, it says Dom and Ali. So did they switch that match? Do I not see that correctly? That's just Wikipedia I'm going off of. That's so. just Wikipedia. That's it could as be. it stands as yeah. of now. Uh, Gallus and the D'Angelo family, Stratton and Hale, and Davenport and Perez. Those are five matches so far. So All right. Not too bad. Not too shabby. Some well, big matches there. Uh, what did you think of NXT? Because there was a lot of se- talking segments, but in the same way, it did hype up their pay-per-view. So I, I'm, not I'm okay with that. It's it's building to a pay-per-view. I'm, I'm fine with talking segments. I'd rather that over four additional two-minute matches that mean nothing. Yeah. You know? Um I didn't think this was the best episode. I have enjoyed the last few weeks maybe a little bit more. Um, I thought the tag match was really strong. Um, and uh, I enjoyed the, the angle at the end with Dom winning, but not necessarily the match. Um, and I guess the tone... Yeah, it was, it was a little weaker for me this week, to be honest. It was a little weaker, but at the same time, I did get my wrestling fix out of that tag match. I will say the mm. Lotharios guys yeah. breaking up now, too. So Yeah. Uh, but yeah, highlights were the Tony D. I just, I'm really happy that like Shawn Michaels, Triple H, they, they allow, you know, former inmates to turn their lives around. Of course. Dominic, Tony D, they can just, you can, you too can change your life around. Everyone deserves late. a second chance. Yeah. And it took, uh, four, four chances for Dom to win the title tonight. Uh, let's see Rick what. Steiner's second chance lasted about three hours. Yeah, that didn't last too long. Yeah. No. Yeah. Are we going to WrestleCon in Detroit? <laughs> I'm good, man. <laughs> Uh, that's what we thought of NXT this week. We do put up a th- feedback thread every week. Join us on the Poison Rana Facebook page. There's a page you can like, and there's a group you can join, and we post fun things all throughout the week. And uh, like this feedback thread here, I'm going to read the first one from Fire Frank Sulo, in quotations. This ain't the hood, Vic. Booker T was on his greatest one of them all tonight and kept me howling throughout the show. The Lee NF Garza Carrillo match was pretty good and got the crowd hot. Couple rough matches on this show tonight though. And <laughs> Dirty Dom met Tony D and it was magic. Speaking of welcome home to the dawn and then my night was truly made as Dirty Dom fought all the odds against him. Uh, and the unbeatable champ Wes and took home the gold. So inspirational, the reformed ex-cons rise to the top. Yes, exactly. And then we go to Morgan. Oh, I'm sure oh, he's mad. Boy. Here we go. <laughs> Eating crow doesn't taste as delicious as it sounds. Great American Bash got monkey wrenched big time. It took all of Judgment Day to get the North American title. I bet you'll you'll uh, pop in the bubbly right now. Where does this leave Mustafa Ali? That being said, I don't see Dom holding it for very long. Ali needs to get his due. Lee Fraser and Lotharios had a dope opener. The rest of the show hummed along. The D'Angelo prison story, as corny as it was, got the payoff it needed. Do excuse me, I still got to think about what the fuck just happened. How do you see this playing out? Jesus H. <laughs> Magan, it's... It's a story. <laughs> It's make believe. <laughs> it's like dancing. 
I love you, Megan. Uh, uh, never change. Never change. Thank you, Frank and Megan, for writing. I, I do hope you're okay. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I hope you're 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 feeling better uh, after Dom. But yeah, wow, uh, what uh, a night. Dom McMysterio, we're, we're popping one for you. Dirty Dom, wherever you are. I hope you're partying it up in Florida. Don't, don't party too hard. Mm. Don't have, end up behind bars yeah. again. But he's behind a championship now. So thank you, everyone, for listening to us talk about Dirty Dom and NXT here tonight. Uh, check out all the other shows. Like I mentioned, we got uh, Poison Rana over on our feed with all tons of other shows. We'll be live again on Sunday covering some G1, some Dynamite, including Blood and Guts. Oh, yeah. The Golden Reunion. I'm super hyped for Kota Ibushi coming into AEW, so we'll be talking all about that on Sunday and everything else. Collision as well. Uh, so check out all the other stuff again. Follow us on all the socials at PoisonRanaPod and PoisonRana.ca for a little link tree there of everything that we mm-hmm. do. And uh, I myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. Pour one out for Diamond Mind, but pop them, smoke them if you got them, for Dirty Dom. Good night. Ahoy! Oh,